0: What's going on, Drinking Buddies? A brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, sorry about this episode being a couple hours late. I fell into a fucking rabbit hole of mismanaging my fucking time this week. Just in time for, this is actually the five-year anniversary of recording our very first show back when it was the 288 podcast with guests, small hands. Like, today is exactly five fucking years. Thank you to everyone who's been here since the beginning. Thank you to my new Drinking Buddies. Hopefully we'll be at this for another five years. But before we get into the show real quick, you know what we got to do. We got to just have a quick word from our sponsors. First and foremost, we are brought to you by the video versions of this podcast. That's right. The video versions are available on Vimeo for 99 cents an episode or $6 a month. To get you unlimited streaming. We've been on Vimeo for a couple of years because previously YouTube said I could not monetize the content. I need to know from you drinking buddies. If you want to see the video version not behind a paywall except for obviously episodes that contain nudity. I need you to get the and now we drink YouTube channel up to a thousand subs so I can attempt to monetize again. If we attempt to monetize again and YouTube actually lets me monetize I will happily move stuff to YouTube off Vimeo so it'll be ad supported. But first we got to get the channel up to a thousand subscribers so... Do me a favor, go to youtube.com slash and now we drink, subscribe, tell your friends about the show, and if we can get monetized on YouTube, I will happily move off Vimeo. But in the meantime, please support the show. Go to Vimeo, go to anwd.net slash videos, subscribe, buy some videos, buy your favorite episode. It does help me out a ton. I am a one-man operation, and there's a lot of work that does go into this show, hence why I'm four hours late today. Once again, sorry. We are also brought to you by my Twitch stream. At twitch.tv slash slayer, come hang out with me live. I drink, I play games, I play with the community. We have a rad Discord going too that is in the show notes. It's another way I've been making a living during the pandemic. Any support you bring that way helps a ton too. I appreciate you. And even if you don't spend a cent, come hang out. We're having fun. We're having fun on Twitch. And last but not least, we are brought to you by our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club. The best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please has one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. And it comes packaged with things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants. It also comes packaged with an album-inspired art and a custom cocktail pairing recipe. You can't beat it. Rad vinyl, rad art, a way to wet your whistle... And finally, please, isn't like record of the month clubs of old. It's month to month, no strings attached, cancel any time. So sign up today at www.joinvmp.com slash A-N-W-D. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash A-N-W-D. My guess this week for officially episode 200 of And Now We Drink, even though it is really episode 254-ish, counting all the old 288 podcast stuff. Is adult performer Lydia Black. Lydia and I talk about decriminalization of prostitution, a toilet on a GoPro, her porn viewing habits, all sorts of stuff. This was a super fun episode. So please sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy drinking, buddies. <laughs> How the fuck are you?
1: I'm doing really good. Um, today is a full moon in Virgo, and I'm a Virgo queen, so I'm feeling the energy.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah! I'm glad I got you when you're feeling the energy. Fuck yeah! I'm like it was aligned by the stars that you were here today.
1: Yeah, just showing off all I have to offer to the world.
0: <laughs> well, not all of it. We we don't want to get demonetized.
1: Yeah, we'll just let you know where you can see it.
0: Yeah, you know, 100% we'll let them know everywhere, everywhere. They can see it, Every, all of it. Like, spend your money. People just make it rain on her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that we've gotten the pleasantries out of the way, what is new in your world? Like how is life treating you? Like
1: life has treated me pretty good. You know, like we. It's, it's such a weird position for everybody right now in the pandemic. And, like, I'm finally, like, starting to make plans, which I hadn't been able to do, like, all of last year. I don't know when I'm going to be able to do these things that I'm planning yet, but I can plan them. I've been planning a lot of new content, um, just, you know, the crazy normal stuff. Um finally able to plan, like, hopefully a Europe trip again in Maybe not even in this year, but I can still start planning it for next year. Um, and I've just been really, really wrapped up in my Etsy store, which has been like expanding rapidly.
0: Fuck yeah, that's awesome. couple things there. So with the Europe trip, is that like a work trip or like for funsies? Or both. Oh,
1: well it's always kind of both i actually like the first time i ever went to europe was for work to work for legal porno um and then i kind of just like fell in love with prague which is where i went first um so then since then i would go back like quite often and just like work as an excuse to go honestly Um, and now whenever I, I go, it's more of like, I don't just go to Prague. Like I, I go to Prague and then I get to go to other places in Europe and like really travel, which, um, I haven't been able to do, but I'm excited
0: to do again. Hell yeah. yeah. Like besides Prague, where else have you been in Europe? Like,
1: um, I've been to Paris. I've been to London. Um, those are the big three ones that I've been to. I have plans to go to Budapest um i have plans to go to germany i really want to go to the german Fetball, which is like just a personal like really big goal of mine because it's like i've been to a ton of fetish events here in, in the in the united states but nothing gets as weird as germany so
0: yeah I, I heard like the german football and like one of the finnish events are both like both fucking crazy uh mm-hmm couple friends of mine went to yeah, I think it was a Finnish one a couple of years ago and they're just like, yeah, um uh, midget fuck Jesus on stage. Like just full on live sex show in the middle of like like yep yeah, that that would never fly here in the States. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. I mean like I love th- I love going to um last well not last year but the year before I got the chance to go to the fetish event they have in the Bay Area in San Francisco Folsom which is really cool. Like, you know, you can actually be naked, like in the street, um, but it's only one day. And like, you can just do that for a whole week in Germany, you know?
0: 100%, like why do we have to be in a country of such prudes? Why everyone who's attending those events are consensual adults. Like they know what they're getting into. Like there's no reason that we can't do it here.
1: In my opinion, it's just religion has a very firm grip on this country.
0: It sadly does. and I mean, we were bounded by prudes, and apparently it just keeps rolling down. Mm -hmm. You know, the pilgrims are like, we gotta get away from Europe, there's too much kinky fucking going on, and
1: Right. They're like, we uh, want to come to America for religious freedom, but our religious freedom is really, really strict.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, how dare you show your ankles, woman? (laughs) It is 2021, right? Like, how the fuck is this shit still going on? Like I'm pretty anti-organized religion and it's just like, Mm -hmm. I understand it served its place back in the day. Humanity probably wouldn't have gotten to where it's with where it is right now without it. But we're, we're kind of beyond that point.
1: Yeah. I definitely feel that like, you know, if you need to believe in a higher power to be a good person, then you believe in that higher power, but you don't have to like have a little cult around it.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. And you don't have to en- enforce your views on other people. As long as yeah. those other people aren't harming anyone, you should be free to, you know, let them live their life. Like, why do you <laughs> give a fuck about who they're consensually fucking, or how they're consensually fucking it's them?
1: It's really crazy. Like, I've just more and more like been watching HBO documentary series about like cults and stuff like that. It's just totally been my pandemic kind of vibe. And um my my husband is from France. He was born in Paris and like Scientology is illegal there, cults are illegal there. He's like, How is this all happening in America?
0: <laughs> I believe in, you know, because we have freedom of religion. That's fine. Like if you want I, I don't support Scientology, I probably shouldn't say that I'm within earshot of one of their big buildings.
1: I know, right. <laughs> You're by the next to the org. You, your building might be owned by them, you never know
0: shit <laughs> i'm like i don't i don't really know fuck <laughs> they do own a lot of property in town How Much. it's creepy well and like for whatever reason everywhere i've lived in la has been near one of their big centers like I, my old place in east hollywood was you could see the main big blue building from my window
1: oh the big blue one
0: yeah and fucking we used to get scientologists in the building like they were fucking um jehovah's witness like doing door knocks Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they're not going to like, you're fucking trespassing. Get the fuck out of here.
1: It's creepy. Have you ever been inside one of the buildings?
0: I have not, but I was kicking around doing it at one point because they're supposed to have a really good brunch. <laughs> <laughs> they get oh, you. yeah, there
1: is a place that has like a restaurant that has like really good food. I've heard of that place. Yeah, it's the but, um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, the Celebrity Center. Yes, I've been to one of them before I went in and it was like a huge building i think it was the one in downtown la but it wasn't like the blue one it was like one of the like more ones you could just walk in off of the street um and there was no no one in there there was like three people in the whole building and that was like 20 rooms
0: they're all hiding the, the, you can't see them until you're indoctrinated you gotta have you all know, go clear yeah they're and all then...
1: invisible once you've reached the pureness you can just like hide yourself from humanity
0: exactly Either that, or you're <laughs> just stuck on a boat forever.
1: For real.
0: I've I've joked about this a couple times that like, 150 200 years from now, Scientology may be the dominant religion on the planet because, hey, they're doing better marketing than most other religions.
1: They're just really big bullies, though. Like, I think that they're just so profitable because they literally bullied the like, IRS into giving them tax exemption.
0: Well, I mean, that, that's pretty much all. <laughs> all of the major religions i mean hell those mega churches down in like the south it's like how can you claim to be a fucking church when like you're not letting people come in and when hurricanes are happening you're not letting wow displaced people i didn't hear
1: about that but yeah i've seen like the giant like mega churches that are just like they do everything they like do daycare like you can go shopping like they have like clothing stores inside of them i'm like how are you a church you're just like a, a building of capitalism 100 percent.
0: like oh god wants me to have this private jet like fuck you. <laughs> how, how many homeless people are in your fucking city and you have a multimillion dollar jet? Like, no, you, yeah. you're you're a hustler. You just found religion as your way to like make your money. It, it's 100% capitalism. I, I'm okay with, you know, churches and stuff being taxed them. If they have, they still should have to file with the IRS and be like, we have donated this much proceeds to fucking helping our community, helping the homeless.
1: Yeah. I Um, mean, I think you should prove that like the people who are running it aren't making money. Like it's like nonprofit, you
0: know? Yeah. Right. Like, Oh, Hey, I understand you have to keep so much in the coffers to keep the lights on. That's fine. Yeah. But you, the fact that like, Oh, you're just taxing something. We're just, yeah, you're cool. We trust you. Motherfucker. The IRS doesn't trust me. If I claim that I'm under the poverty line, how the fuck do you (laughs) trust the guy who's making multiple millions?
1: Yeah, they didn't trust me when I applied for the pandemic relief. So, you know.
0: <laughs> did you did you go for the PPP or did you go for a PUA?
1: I did the PUA. And, um, like, I did the weekly submissions and stuff. And then, um, I don't remember why they said they rejected me, but they rejected me. And then I was talking to someone for a while about, like, refiling. And um, they were going to, like, do it for me and help me do it. They um, just, like, step me through the process of doing it. And then they just ended up ghosting me. So I was like, uh, this is never going to happen.
0: <laughs> oh, that's such bullshit. Why the fuck are you going to offer to help somebody when like it's dire? Like, no, you're not applying for this shit. Cause it's fun.
1: Yeah. And I th- think that they, they were like, you were not giving any money to adult oriented businesses. And, um, my LLC even is filed. Like, the Etsy store that I have is still adult oriented. Like I make BDSM products and they, they counted that as adult. I'm like, okay, whatever.
0: Right. Which is just such bullshit from the SBA. It's, yeah. I, you know, it's not a new rule. Unfortunately, it was a rule that like, they've always had in place. So, but it's still a bullshit rule. Like it's a legitimate business. You're not, you're not yeah. doing a criminal enterprise.
1: Exactly. Like, Like I'm licensed, so I'm getting my money.
0: (laughs) Pornography is legal. You could be a full-on, like, I'm a full-time porn studio. It's legal. Like,
1: Yeah, exactly. You're not complaining when, you know, I'm, like, paying my taxes.
0: No, you're not complaining when you're doing this, so Mm -hmm. why are you complaining when it's time to fucking pay? The arts in general during this whole thing is just complete hypocrisy. It's just like, oh, hey— We'd all be going fucking insane if it was not for people creating content, creating art, mm-hmm. and oh, artists aren't essential. Like, you know, good luck in any money. Good luck. Yeah, we'll we'll vaccinate you whenever whenever we get around to it. It's fine.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it's really crazy. Like I I get COVID tested like twice a week just so I can show up on set because we have to be you know twenty four hour COVID tested and. Like, so I should be on that list for getting a vaccine first. I'm spending so much money getting COVID tested and adding to these um, statistics every single time we go get COVID tested, we add to the statistics of the people getting tested and everything like that. So it's really wild.
0: My mind blown about how we as a country have handled COVID in general. It's, it's, I don't know. I feel like we're in America. We're like our citizenry. We're in an abusive relationship. Cause like, you look at other parts of the world and like, they're doing things so right. And it's just like, yeah. that's so weird. That doesn't make sense to me. That's like so
1: funny. I love the way you said that. Yeah. You're like, what is this normalcy that other people have that I don't have in my relationship? Exactly. <laughs> it's
0: just like, wait, that, that, that's how it's supposed to be. But, but, but my partner tells me it's my problem that I'm poor and, you know, yeah. doesn't care if I live or die. But we're the best.
1: Yeah, I definitely hope that in the future I can m- m- have dual citizenship within France or somewhere in Europe. Most likely France, because my husband.
0: Well, yeah, but, but that, um, that gets you the EU, and then you're just like, I go where I want. Yeah,
1: yeah. Then I can like do business everywhere, so that'd be great. <laughs> I mean, you know, even at like at some point with all of this pandemic, we were like, if we go back we got to go back. Like if we can't like survive here, if everything's going to be shut down the way it is, like, because with, in France, they were doing really hard lockdown, you know, like people can leave their apartments, but it worked because then everybody else was able to go back to work afterwards. But they also like literally gave people money to like, you know, when they couldn't work, like not like us, like they didn't have to apply for it. They just got it.
0: (laughs) Oh, I know. I know it's, insane how europe australia like all handled this shit like france gave out so much fucking money and they're just like no 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 we want you to be safe and secure yeah.
1: please don't fight over stay toilet home.
0: paper stay home yeah and we're like yo how's uh 1800 bucks and 18 months sound sounds like a good deal doesn't it i love you
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> right. they're like okay i guess we'll stay home i mean if, of course it was hard on everybody mentally being in their house but for so long especially because departments in paris are so tiny you know
0: <laughs> i know i know i i've talked about this a bunch on air but like i couldn't imagine doing this shit in 1918 when the last big pandemic was like what do you just be drunk all day like is that your, <laughs> your plan like well gotta wake up grab a book drink some wine
1: yeah i mean i feel like people are still doing that now
0: <laughs> yeah it's just what netflix is like Netflix turns off as you passed out. It's White
1: Claw on Netflix now.
0: Yeah. Mike's Hard Lemonade, who makes White Claw, just must be ecstatic that the pandemic happened. They're just like, our sales are through the fucking roof.
1: They're like, who cares about parties? People love this alcoholic seltzer water because they just feel like it's healthy.
0: (laughs) It's good for you. It's water. (laughs) Yeah. I'm staying hydrated. (laughs) A friend of mine in Perth. Like speaking of just us handling it poorly, told me about like one person in like the last month and a half got popped, and it was like a security guard who guards the hotel where people are quarantining came up dirty, and they shut down the city for six days for one case.
1: How are we? <laughs> That's wild. Yeah, it's what? Wait, what city was it?
0: Perth in Australia, in Western Australia.
1: Oh yeah. Well, they I remember they were like. You know, I thought they had, like, everything really under control in Australia for a while.
0: Well, they did. I mean, they had one case that shut down a city. One case. Yeah. Could you imagine? I think like- that
1: happened in New Zealand, too. Like, some people from the UK went to New Zealand, and, like, they fucked up everything.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's. Could you imagine, like, us trying to shut down even one of our smaller American cities over one case?
1: Oh, no. It'd be, like... No, we're just gonna keep on burying the bodies. It's fine.
0: <laughs> it's fine. Like, LA's air quality went down from all the crematoriums at one point.
1: My God, uh... yeah, that was crazy. Also, when like the first couple of days where LA shut down and like everybody stopped driving and the the smog like lifted in the city because there weren't any cars on the highways.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, like I had to run out for groceries during that. I'm just like this is amazing. This is just, it's beautiful out. I can get reasonable places in reasonable time.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. I, I was in LA just visiting some friends at one point and like, it was still pretty shut down. I think like maybe things were kind of starting to open a little bit. Um, cause yeah, I, I usually go to LA like once a month, but since, you know, everything shut down, I was not leaving my house. Um, and then once I finally went, I was like, holy shit, I actually got from point A to point B in like 15 minutes instead of 45 minutes. It was crazy.
0: Yeah. Part of me feels really bad that I didn't like go hit the beach or something like, like normally that's mm-hmm. like a 45 to an hour drive. I probably could have made yeah. Santa Monica in like 20. And like, I had a beach day. I'm just chilled. Just
1: chilled. Just quarantine on the beach. Yeah, mm-hmm. s- that's
0: nice. Stay the fuck it's away from like me. Cool.
1: Dude, all my favorite spots in Vegas that, like, are really nature-y, like, I actually love doing lots of nature stuff here in Vegas, um, they were, like, pretty secluded before the pandemic, like, not many people knew about these spots, and then, like, as soon as the pandemic hit, everybody was, like, out doing it, and there were so many people at my secret beach, I was like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's, There's beaches
1: in Vegas? Well, there are there are beaches. I think there are beaches. Like there are, be- there's the there's the like the lake. Everybody oh, yeah, knows, like
0: Charleston, like
1: mm-hmm. the lake's not very pretty. But like, but like if you drive further into Arizona, there's a river and it's Colorado River that's connected to the lake. it's just like once the dam, you hit the dam. There's the Colorado River. If you follow the Colorado River, there's lots of secret little hidden gems and beaches and hot springs.
0: God damn! I lived in Vegas for three years and like. My mind is blown See, right now. People don't know. Like because when you're talking about like outdoorsy shit I'm like, oh, probably going to Red Rocks or like go to Mount Charleston.
1: I mean, I like those places, but I truly like um I live like closer to Henderson. Um so Arizona is like really close and yeah, that that river just I love that river. You can go I could go up and down that river. I like to like rent like kayaks or whatever sometimes there's you can rent a boat at the mar- there's a marina down there and just like go up and down the river and find little spots that are just like perfect and like there's tons of really cool hikes too because it's like a canyon so you can like find cool places to hike in the canyon
0: Hell yeah I feel like I've wasted so much fucking time from when I was living in Vegas never did <laughs> any of that shit I think the only time I ever went into fucking Arizona like not just passing through like We went and shot a scene for Wood Rocket out in the desert like fucking, oh Jesus, like six, seven years ago at this point. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds fun. Oh, (laughs) it was a whole like 4th of July themed fucking scene and like we were firing off guns in the desert and shit, so.
1: (laughs) Of course, that sounds hilarious. Oh God, I love that. Yeah, I love that. And then if you drive um, north like you're headed towards Reno for like an hour and a half, you hit these giant sand dunes and it just literally looks like you're like in like, like Aladdin desert, like with like giant sand and like everything. And I just really want to do a crazy porno out there where like I get tied up and like buried in the sand.
0: What's stopping you?
1: Um, Just the weather. It's a little chilly right now.
0: <laughs> suffer for your art do it Lydia go suffer for your oh art. god
1: we did we did when my friend Freshy, Freshy juice um from the east coast came to to Vegas to visit just like a week ago and we drove out into the desert and kind of near Mount Charleston like where there's a bunch of Joshua trees before it gets too snowy and cold and it was like 40 degrees but we we tied each other up and like had a fun time
0: nice nice mm-hmm. no complaints from the locals no one caught you guys
1: no we we were pretty secluded we we were able to find a, a spot that like nobody was gonna be walking past actually there was only one person out there there was like this old grandpa that was just like walking around in circles but he never really came upon us
0: <laughs> if he had just like nothing to see here, grandpa nothing to see just just keep going don't mind funny. us we were
1: actually um shooting a like a barbarella themed video which like i don't know if you know who barbarella is Okay. Yeah. So a lot of younger generation, like, doesn't really know who Barbarella is. So, um, we were shooting with Kaya, my friend Kaya, and she didn't really know what Barbara, who Barbarella was. Cause she's not really like into the old bondage type stuff either. Um, so we were like explaining to that and she was like, Oh, uh, you know what? I bet if that old guy finds us, he'll know exactly what we're up to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my <laughs> He'd God. he would be a fan
1: of Barbarella. Um, I have to go use the bathroom real quick because no worries. Uh, another funny story, I had to go get tested at talent testing today and I was just like, I go get tested like all the time and I was just like in my own mind and usually you have to like pee in a cup and give them the pee. So I just sit down on the toilet and go and pee and I didn't, I didn't even pee in the cup. I just like wasn't thinking. And then when I'm all done, I'm like, oh fuck. So I had to like sit and wait and chug a bunch of water so I could pee again, but now I have to pee a bunch. So uh,
0: excuse me. No worries. <laughs> And Lydia is back. Hopefully a couple pounds lighter.
1: I feel it really like, whew, I'm probably gonna have to go again though.
0: I um I choke too much. For the audio, as she picks up a cup and to drink more.
1: It's a smoothie. Um I I'll probably still have to pee
0: though. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Part of the reason this is a pre-recorded show, so we can just, you know, pause. Make sure everyone's comfortable. Refill drinks. <laughs> do whatever we got to do. I'm just giving you a little shit. Don't worry. Don't mind. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe that you forgot to pee in the cup of talent. That's the fucking worst. I, know. <laughs> I like,
1: I like got like the very last, like couple of drops. Like when I remembered and I walked out and I was like, I know this isn't enough. And they're like, what happened? And I was like, I forgot.
0: <laughs> I, I know. Like, I'm not like I get, Tested at TTS on the regular, but like when I'm there, it's just like, no, I want to get in and out of here as fast as I fucking can.
1: Yeah, I was kind of mad at myself. (laughs) I was like, no, I got to sit here and like drink water. And like, you always meet somebody, you always see somebody, you know, at TTS. And like, then someone comes in and says hi. And like, luckily today, I was like looking okay, but like half the time, like, I just like rolled out of bed and like had to run there. And I don't want to see anybody I know.
0: uh just like no no ignore me don't i'm not here right now just
1: like maybe the mask they won't recognize me
0: (laughs) it's like just tie your hair up have a hood up mask no makeup like no maybe they just won't know who this is and get the hell out of there
1: i think one of the weirdest times when someone like recognized me not like someone i know like a fan actually i was at an airport and i was finishing up with a shoot and i was flying home and i had i had a hat on my hair was like tied up in a bun because it was all messy from like shooting and my makeup was all wiped off and i had a sweater and leggings on like so nobody could see any of my tattoos or anything and a a fan still like came up to me and was like hi i know who you are and i've seen your asshole on the internet
0: bold move cotton bold move like for
1: real, like, just straight up to me, like, I could, he could be wrong,
0: he could be totally wrong. But, like, who does that? Like, who, why, why would you just roll up to someone and be like, yo, I've seen your genitals, I've definitely stroked my genitals to them. Hi, how are you?
1: Yeah, just not even a, like, not even a, hi, my name is, whatever, like, just
0: yeah, like, why? Like, I mean, for the most part, like, if you're some civilian approaching a performer, and you just introduced yourself, it's kind of unsaid. We understand, you know, people understand. Not we. I'm not a fucking performer. Yeah, you're
1: like, I know, uh, I've seen you from somewhere. Right. Like, Obviously, porn.
0: <laughs> right. Like, I've seen your work. Cool. Great. Thanks. Yeah. Like, thank you for supporting. It, it's we can people can read between the lines. It's like, yes, I understand you've jerked off to me. It's cool, (laughs) for real, but you don't have to fucking say it like
1: (laughs) that's like why I think like one of the best kinds of internet famous is being like, you know, a porn star or or a sex worker or whatever you are, whatever reason you're naked on the internet um, is because half of the people who recognize you in public will never say anything to you because they don't want anybody to know that they know you or how, or they're just too embarrassed. So you kind of live for the most part a peaceful
0: life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot. part of it with like the dull entertainment, like sex worker fame is also just like people don't, I don't even think consciously sometimes can put their finger on where they know you. It's amazing yeah. how many civilian friends I talk to. Like I'd be like, I'm having so-and-so on the show before. And they're just like, who I'm like, you've definitely masturbated to them. Like, don't, yeah. don't, it's just an interesting level in porn fandom where like everyone consumes the product not everyone knows who they're consuming which is
1: yeah there is definitely two different types of fans the people who like know who i am and follow me on my social media and there are the people who are just like oh yeah i definitely recognize you from some video on porn <laughs> yeah
0: I, do you feel like the the modern era of porn has hurt people's star power overall
1: kind of confusing i feel like yeah i feel like in a way like all the tube sites and all that did like hurt the stars and who they are as persons but now the more modern era is this only fans era where it's a social media where you're following the person because you want to see their behind the scenes pictures their life and what they do so that kind of has brought that back where you know we have like a personality and people care about us again,
0: which is cool. <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, I'm obviously do this just for people's fucking personality. So like, mm-hmm. I want people to you know know and feel like who you are as a person. So mm-hmm. I think I think OnlyFans is a double edged sword in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I, it's amazing that it's you know, putting power back in the performers' hands to make content, but the lack of marketing and discoverability with OnlyFans hurts people too.
1: Yeah, it's really hard, especially recently. OnlyFans has been doing a lot of promotion and marketing for themselves, but not highlighting any sex workers at all. So it's frustrating because we do like, we are all very aware that like the second that they get the opportunity to, they will kick us off of their website if it's no longer profitable for them.
0: Yeah, I I don't think they're really gonna get to that point unless something changes on a corporate level because they are partially owned by MFC.
1: Yeah, uh the guy that started OnlyFans came from like a a camming background. Um but um I yeah, I do think that like if they could they if they could they would just make it a celebrity platform.
0: Yeah, I, I mean I hope it never gets there like but it's wild times because I don't know if you heard about this. Twitter just announced in the last couple of days that like paid only fans. I just don't to even know eight. what to think about it. <laughs> I think it's a horrible marketing move on Twitter's part. It's kind of like the print media when they shifted over to the internet. No one wants to pay for the news behind a paywall because we got it for free mm-hmm. for so long because the news didn't think it was something that they could charge for. You can't give someone something for free forever. And then be like, "Yeah, yo, we want you to pay for what we've been giving you for free. You've devalued the product already.
1: I mean, I'm hoping that if they do that, they will change things. Like, you know, you can't post over like a video that's over a minute and 30 seconds. Like, if you want to make it, like if people want to pay a, a, a price, they better get more content than a minute and 30 seconds. You know?
0: Right. Because no matter who you are, why would I pay for something that I've been getting for free for years? Like if you're just yeah. a hilarious comedian and like, you've been giving me gold for years for free. You want me to start paying for your jokes all of a sudden? It ain't yeah, happening. Yeah.
1: I can see how it'll be profitable for some sex workers. Cause they'll be able to be like, Oh, here's my safe for work pictures. If you want to see the not safe for work pictures, pay a dollar or whatever. But, um, we'll see. I don't know. I don't have no idea.
0: <laughs> right. But th- that all depends on like, what sort of censorship Twitter's going to implement or keep.
1: Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they're not going to cancel their nudity policy because the the thing I read directly from Twitter said that they wanted to kind of model OnlyFans. And OnlyFans, obviously, you know, profits a lot of nudity, so...
0: I mean, it, we are not multi-millionaire tech bros. They, they may be yeah. right. We might be completely wrong here. I just... <laughs> Feel like if Twitter hadn't launched it under a different brand, it might be better. Like, because yeah. fucking Vine was part of Twitter. Vine was wildly mm-hmm. successful for a while there. If they'd just been like Vine 2.0, and now you can pay for nudes on it,
1: that would be so smart. Yeah, like why use the same app? Yeah, they should make a whole new kind of app for it. It would
0: be smart? And like much like Vine and uh, Periscope, just integrate you know integrated into Twitter. Be like, yo. Mm-hmm. I can, when I post a new video on my vine 2.0, it automatically posts to my Twitter, be like, yo, here's the paid content right to the Twitter automatically integrates.
1: Yeah. That would be super smart. (laughs) Maybe they'll do that. Maybe they'll just, I feel like it'll be a little bit too overwhelming and they'll kind of realize that it'll be overwhelming for everybody.
0: Well, it'll be real interesting to see how they implement it. Cause like if say you, transition into a paid account do do i get like if i look at your timeline i'll be like unpaid tweet unpaid tweet will there be a block that says this is a paid tweet or will it just not show on your timeline yeah and then at that point if it does show on your timeline of blocks of this is a paid tweet you're gonna lose followers because they're gonna just be like look at all this fucking bullshit that i have to shift sift through to see anything i want to see
1: yeah, it's definitely interesting, especially because recently a lot of girls have been getting their Twitters um, banned or taken away from them because they have um, those kind of auto tweets for for many vids or other clip sites where they every time someone buys a clip, it gets posted to their Twitter and people can see it. And Twitter is just like calling that spam and taking their accounts away from them. So if they're going to do that themselves with this new program, it's really counterintuitive
0: i agree and i i sadly kind of agree with twitter that those fucking posts are fucking spam
1: yeah i mean i feel to a point they are you know if i feel like if i post one a day it kind of it helps like sometimes people will forget that i even have this many vids thing and and they'll go but if it's posting like once an hour that's just really
0: ridiculous well yeah hell there are some performers because i tried like Take a look at people's timelines a little bit before we jump on air. We're like literally their <laughs> whole timeline is just those fucking posts. It's like, the fuck? Like, what yeah. are you doing here? I mean, obviously, yeah, you're I, popular I fans.
1: those people—they don't even like really use their
0: Twitter. Yeah.
1: Like, they kind of just have it.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's just—it's a bad plan. It's as someone who like wants to talk to people about other things besides like what they're doing in porn. Porn Twitter is sometimes a rough place to try to get any nuggets of insight into people. Yeah. So, I believe uh, it's a personal bias that 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 just makes it harder. Like, cool, I see you're popular. Yay. Mm -hmm. So, like, do you have an opinion on anything else? Anything at all, please? God. Um,
1: I was gonna (laughs) ask you, like, what your like favorite social media to follow, like, sex workers
0: on is. Um, it's still Twitter. It's still Twitter. Um, just because, like just because some sex workers are just using it as purely a promotional tool. There are still a lot of other sex workers that use it to its full potential that you do get a feel of like who they are. Like they don't have to censor themselves. They don't have to worry about like the IG or Facebook ban hammer coming down on just them saying something, you know, slightly off key or whatever the fuck or using a keyword that Facebook's algorithm is just like, that's a bad word. You're in jail.
1: Yeah. I feel that i feel like i have never really used reddit before but i know a couple of girls who use reddit um and i was just like do you follow do you use reddit do you follow anyone on reddit
0: i mean i do use reddit but i use reddit for weird things like uh yeah i mean i'm mostly in podcast promotion uh some cryptocurrency subreddits it's one of those things where like reddit's good but A lot of times you gotta have like a real big fan base and then like the Mm -hmm. subreddits all about one sex worker, one performer versus Twitter where I can be like, Oh, here's something from Lydia, here's something from you know someone else, here's some all that like I get a whole cornucopia of like different points of view and text instead of like
1: So I'm so so dumb about Reddit, like I don't even understand how it works really like if you follow, like, <laughs> if you follow these subreddits, is there, like, a homepage where you see, like, all the posts from all the, the Reddit? The, uh, you'll the see, like, when
0: you go to the main Reddit page, you'll see, like, where there are new posts. And then you gotta dive into the Reddit. And, like, okay, depending on how active the Reddit is, you may fall fucking way behind on what's going on. Because mm-hmm. Reddit's much more like an old-school message board.
1: Yeah, that's what it kind of, like, looks like to me like it looks like s- too close to 4chan for me to be like I want to be on there.
0: <laughs> yeah, thankfully not that wild. Not not 4chan <laughs> wild. A little wild, but not like holy fuck 4chan. <laughs> I remember like when someone first explained to me what 4chan was years ago, I'm just like what? I I but does not compute. Does the, the what? You guys just do this like hang out on here on fun and just shit talk and uh, okay. Yeah, it's just
1: shitposting. That's all. That's the only way I know how to describe Reddit.
0: It, yeah. It's, or
1: not Reddit, you know.
0: I mean, Reddit 14. has its fair amount of shitposting too, don't do Yeah. Don't. <laughs> but it, it's not like 4chan levels of shitposting. It's.
1: Well, I'm glad I'm not missing out too much. Yeah. I've always kind of been too lazy to um, have a Reddit or deal with Reddit. So.
0: <laughs> I, I will say, like, Reddit is also super great for some things like if you need tech support or like a community that like, mm. like, you know, I'll occasionally jump in there, like in an Adobe subreddit, be like, Hey, I'm trying to accomplish this thing in after effects. I don't know how to do it. And generally someone who knows what the fuck's up will respond back. Like, oh, you just got to do this, 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 and this. Mm. So it, nice. it, it's great for shit like that.
1: I just miss Tumblr. Honestly, I really, I was a Tumblr whore and I miss being a Tumblr whore. Fuck
0: one. <laughs> well, that, that is a, perfect example of like a tech company in misstep. Tumblr was fucking profitable. It was valued so big and then they're just like, nah, we don't need nudity over here no more. And just gone. It's like when was the last time you I think there are more people using MySpace right now than Tumblr.
1: I believe it. <laughs> like my best friend from high school that like I used to do all my Tumblr stuff with like she still uses Tumblr. And she's like, "If you have your page on private, like you can post whatever you want. They won't catch your nudity." And I'm like, "What's, what's the point? Right. If it's on private,
0: <laughs> right? Like, yo, know, fans got to search me out, and then I got to approve them, and then hope that they're not gonna report me. I, <laughs> I would rather just be on a platform where they're okay with what I'm doing."
1: Yeah, if that exists.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's. It's a weird marketplace, like, twit. Like, I'm just thankful that Twitter's mostly cool with what people are doing.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Because of like the social media of all times. Like, I've always been a biggest fan of Twitter, just because Twitter's always had the ability to give you access to people that like you normally wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Like when I first got in the industry, like you know, I have relationships with people in this industry that started on Twitter.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: And that sort of shit does, think, doesn't happen elsewhere.
1: I think like the only like thing that I really love about TikTok is that that you get to see people that you would never see. You know, like stuff just pops up. But it's like so easy to like just swipe away from something if you don't want to watch it. That it's not really too like abrasive. Um, and I wish there was a way to like put that into other social medias, but I can't like really think of a way to work it well.
0: Yeah. I, I have to admit this. I'm like, I'm a little ashamed, but I'm an old and I have not fucked around mm-hmm. with TikTok at all. Like, it's literally like people send me shit from TikTok. I'll laugh at it, but I've yeah. never signed up for it. I've never like gone to go do a fucking dance or any shit like that. Like, it's
1: dude, I, I had a whole experience with TikTok. I never understood it. I like, didn't get it. I didn't get it. And then people were like, you should use TikTok because you like to talk about like educational sex work stuff and like educational kink stuff. And like people really like to just like learn things on TikTok, actually. There's like lots of videos of people like talking and educating people on stuff. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. So I started making little rope tutorial videos on TikTok and I kind of blew up on TikTok and I got over a hundred thousand followers. And um, my rope tutorials were fun and it was cool. And then my TikTok got deleted because they deemed the rope tutorial stuff to be too sexual, even though I was like fully clothed and it was more just like decorational rope stuff and like safe stuff for people to do. I wasn't trying to teach too much complicated stuff because you only have a minute to teach it and I don't want people hurting themselves. So just like fun, decorational, sexy stuff, but they still deemed it too inappropriate um but it was it was just a cool experience like i never thought i would um like tiktok but i had like on tiktok i had an audience of fans that were mostly girls which was awesome because i don't have that anywhere else um and i I missed that i kind of missed that interaction between like the the femmies that wanted to support me
0: that's amazing and like That is such bullshit on TikTok's part. They're like, no warning, no nothing. We're just going to fucking ban you. And I was like, what if you, that was your fucking primary income? Like, what if, like, oh, hey, no warning, no true violation of the terms and service. We're just going to fucking. And that's the absolute garbage with fucking trying to make your income on platforms at this point. Like it's one of those things where like I'm not as worried about OnlyFans being like, uh oh, hey, we're just gonna segue away from sex workers, but just OnlyFans being like, oh, we're just gonna de-platform somebody because because we wanna yeah. mm-hmm. and so many people these days are completely making their income on OnlyFans.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like um to be honest, yeah, if my OnlyFans disappeared today, I would have a really hard time paying my bills next month. It's like over half of my income
0: currently. Yeah, and then that, that's it's a scary place. Like you are literally just in the hands of like, oh yeah, anonymous tech guys. And like I don't you know, I obviously don't have an OnlyFans. So I guess that's not obvious, but I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> um but I don't know what like their tech support's like if you do have a problem or is it hard to get a hold of somebody?
1: Um I have heard multiple things like it's hard because like they don't have a like you need paperwork when you work with people you have to have their IVs paperwork stuff like that but they don't have a place set up to upload your paperwork when you do something so if something gets reported and they get back they they so they basically right now they're Way of doing things is if something gets reported, they'll have somebody look at it. They'll be like, "Oh, you don't have the paperwork for this," or "Oh, this is just not content we allow on our site," and they'll take it down. And then they'll email you and they'll be like, "We took this video down. If you can give us the proper paperwork, we'll put it back up." But like, why? Like, why not just give us a spot so that we have an opportunity, like a place to? Why?
0: Well, and on top of it, that's dumb. That's bad business on their part because. If yo, know, someone was creating something that wasn't legal and didn't have 2257 yeah. paperwork and it's already out there and people have viewed it, the crime has been committed. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why there's 2257 paperwork to prevent yeah. that from happening. So why would a fucking site not be like, Hey, you need to upload this. Like, you need, to... that's mind boggling to me. One of my recent guests mentioned this to me. Also, maybe you can confirm this: that OnlyFans isn't giving out ten ninety nines.
1: Um, you have to you have to go into your settings and like download it and print it out.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Like, because yeah. that was a whole discussion on an episode that actually just aired yesterday. Was mm-hmm. uh, my guest manages some people's OnlyFans and he's like, nobody's gotten ten ninety nines ever. Yeah, and I was just like the fucking government would shut them down if that if Yeah, no, started... you have
1: to you, they're available um but it, i guess it wasn't i mean for me it wasn't until like last year that i was making enough money on OnlyFans for it to actually be taxable um and then yeah and then i had to go in and download the the form and print it out
0: for sure uh, and like that's fine like having it mm-hmm. where they don't automatically send it to but it's available to means that it's still being fucking filed because if they weren't giving people 1099s because they're based outside of the u.s and they're just like nah that's not our problem the u.s fucking government at some point would just be like yeah you guys are money laundering or doing tax evasion so we're not allowing you because that's what they did to the Mm -hmm. online poker sites back in the day like they're all Mm -hmm. based out of gibraltar and shit like that you could win tons of it and because it wasn't based in the u.s you never got 1099 for your fucking winnings And the U.S. government was eventually like, uh, we want our fucking cut. Shit's illegal.
1: Yep. Of course. Yeah, I mean, I feel like definitely this year, people will be surprised about how much they're going to have to give back to the government from OnlyFans.
0: And hopefully... It'll... Hopefully people have been saving some of it, because... And unfortunately, that is one of the pitfalls that a lot of newer sex workers fall into is just like, oh, hey, no one prepares them on like how much money they should be holding on to, to pay the IRS.
1: Like, yeah, I, I, this is the last year that I'm going to be doing my taxes annually. I'm definitely going to do them quarterly from now on. I'm also, you know, like trying to buy a house. So I have to do you have to make it look like you're not like, I have all these deductibles, which you know, are great, but, um, I have to make it look like I don't have these deductibles so I can get approved for a
0: house loan. Yeah. It's, it's the crazy balancing. It's like, Oh, Hey, I got to make sure that like, I don't have too much money on paper. Otherwise the IRS is just going to take it to me, but yeah. no one's trying to, you know, give a loan to someone who like makes $10,000 on paper.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what happened to me last year. They were like, I I found like a perfect house. And I was like, okay, I don't know what else to do. I'm just gonna apply for it. And they were like, yeah, you, you look like you make like $10,000 a month. And I was like, yeah, but like, so that I don't have to pay like $10,000 in taxes. (laughs) And they're like, yeah, we get that, but we still can't give you any money. And I'm like,
0: (laughs) I get it. I swear. I swear. I have enough liquid assets. I just, ah, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's the crazy balancing act of like just being self-employed in general. It's just like, I don't know. How yeah. go but God, then I'm this.
1: also like, okay, well now that I'm doing my taxes this way, I'm going to have to give the IRS a bunch of money. How am I supposed to save to buy a house? If I'm giving away all the money that I've been saving to buy a house.
0: Yeah. It's, at least once you're eventually in the house it's like oh hey this is the landed deductions yeah like especially Mm -hmm. when you're like i work out of here so this is all home office this is all being deducted like oh yeah these home improvements are improvements on my office
1: i can't wait yes
0: you're planning to stay in vegas build a Mm -hmm. good place there nice Part of me, I mean, I don't miss, I don't miss, I miss parts of Vegas, but part of me wishes like I had done the move in reverse. Cause I moved from the Midwest to Vegas. Cause in theory, the industry was going to move there 10 years ago.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And there was only a handful of us there 10 years ago. And then after three years, I'm like, I'm going to LA yeah. and I've been here since. And now everyone's like, oh yeah, we're all in Vegas now.
1: Yeah. That's kind of what happened. Yeah, everybody was like in, in LA and then they moved to Vegas and then they moved back to LA and then now the pandemic hits, everybody's back in Vegas. <laughs> um, But yeah, I, I moved to Vegas from Florida and I was like, oh, I'll just go to Vegas for a while. Like, I just really want to get to the other coast. Like, I don't really like being on the East Coast anymore Um and I want to do more mainstream porn and everything's in LA but like I was like but I didn't have the money to live in LA so I was like I'll live in Vegas and I'll drive to LA whenever I need to and then eventually I'll I was like I'll probably end up moving to LA or another like Portland or something but I really fucking love Vegas like I never thought I would love it um I hate the strip I hate like all the gambling and all that bullshit but like I don't ever have to go to the strip unless my boyfriend wants to take me out on a fancy ass
0: date and then I don't mind it. Yeah. No when I live there, I the only time I would ever go to the strip is like fancy dinner or go to a show. Mm-hmm. Which mm-hmm. neither one of those things are happening right now. So but otherwise Vegas is red just because of the cost and like twenty four hour everything because like I used I lived up in Summerlin and I was just like, oh hey, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm gonna go to my local sports bar and get a burger and have a drink and chill for a few and then just go back home.
1: Yeah, it's nice. And I mean, I've been really lucky. Like, I have so many amazing sex worker friends here. Like, I really feel like I have a family. Um, And just like, it's really been good in the quarantine for content creation, just having so many people close to me like that I'm friends with, I can make content with for OnlyFans Um, and then, yeah, I didn't, I had no idea that nature was going to like, Vegas was going to have all this crazy nature that I like love. I live really close to the wetlands and like, it's really nice to go on a walk in the wetlands. It's like, there's water and trees and stuff. And, uh, it doesn't look like that anywhere else in Vegas. And then you can drive an hour up to the mountain and it's a whole like 15 degrees colder up there, even if it's like 105 degrees in Vegas. So I'm like, I I don't want to move for the the price that I'm paying. I feel like I'm getting everything I want. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm for me. The only thing I got really sick of was having to go into casinos to like go to movies and shit like that. That shit got old. Mm.
1: Yeah, that's true. There's this one um, place near me that I like a lot. That's just like, you don't, It's, like, you just walk into the casino, but then the movie place is, like, right on the right. So you don't even, like, have to see anything. So
0: it's not... Yeah, that's not bad at all. Like, because... Oh, shit. I think... I haven't
1: been to see a movie in, like, I don't know, you know, what? Over a year? So...
0: Yeah, I can't actually remember the last movie I saw in theaters. It's really depressing. Hell. It's super depressing for me. Like, this week popped up, like in my memories, the last show show I went to. And it's like, oh, it's been over a year since I've been to a concert. Like, mm. Yeah. But what was the last show you went to, by the way?
1: Uh, the last show I went to was just a cute little, like, local show here in Vegas. There's this band here called um, Neon something, Neon Boys. I don't know. Gosh, they're so cute and my um my husband's a music manager and he isn't managing them but was like helping them with a lot of stuff and um it was just so cool to like see a little loca- local show here in vegas like um i've been to lots of like the bigger shows at the t-mobile arena arena and stuff but like it was nice to see like um like a house show basically in vegas
0: oh yeah oh yeah um see i i'm always much more for like the small to medium-sized show, like, I I almost never want to go to an arena show, even if it's a band I yeah. want to see. Like, something about me, like, I want to be fairly intimate with music. Like, a House of Blues-sized venue is, like, where I want to see bands. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I want to be in the pit. I want to mm-hmm. be, you know, I want to be general admission. I don't want to fucking, like, be in a seat, like, oh, I think I see the band. Well, I can see them on the monitor. That's cool.
1: Yeah, exactly. I think the last show I saw in a big arena like that was 9 inch nails, but like I would see them from like 500 miles away and be like, "I love you."
0: I I <laughs> I'm super happy that I got to see 9 inch nails at the Congress Theater in Chicago uh and like during the the With Teeth tour like 05. Cuz the Congress is not a huge venue. And so it was just like Oh, I get to see Nine Snails, and it's not at, like, an arena. Because at 05, they were still playing arenas regularly. So to yeah. see them in a small venue like that was just like,
1: ah, oh, ah. Oh. That would be amazing. Truly.
0: <laughs> no, it was such a good time. Sadly, I think that was the last time I saw them, too. Shit. Oh.
1: I'm sure they'll tour again as soon as they can, because I feel like they're, like, that was what they loved to do. So...
0: Yeah, yeah. It just hopefully won't be in arenas. Hopefully. Hopefully just like a small st- but who knows? Who knows right. what music's gonna be like? <clears throat> Cause once yeah. the floodgates are open, and like people can tour again, like everyone's gonna be competing for those venues. Everyone needs to get back yeah, on the road and make really money. Crazy.
1: It's gonna be hard. I mean, like also at this point I'm like willing to go to like whatever drive-in concert. Like I will try it. <laughs>
0: I know earlier in the year or late last year Metallica did a tri- uh, like a drive-in concert. I'm just like that is a weird way to see Metallica. Like
1: <laughs> of co- I feel like of course they would do it. Like <laughs> That's so funny.
0: Metallica's got overhead. They got bills to pay. Like the, the...
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're like we will not stop working until we're dead.
0: Right? We have therapy to fa- pay for and documentaries to make about it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. (laughs) that band like that band is like the epitome of like this is just a business at this point like fucking four separate tour buses and good on them for still fucking sticking with it but it's just kind of crazy at this point to be like oh we're gonna keep doing this we don't seem like we even really like each other anymore definitely not (laughs) but there's too much money involved to stop doing this
1: Oh, yeah they're like Mm-mm. we've we've just got to keep going for the money that's just the way that it is for a lot of people
0: i know and like it's interesting to see like or a band like that how they would have ended up if like they'd been a little less successful like pre-black album metallica if they'd stayed at about that level of success they were still a big fucking yeah. band but they weren't like met how big they fucking got like would they have
1: yeah i mean they probably still wouldn't be doing the thing
0: <laughs> yeah they, it's like at what point did they call it quits like you know with all the member changes with all with all of it like when do you be like "Nah, the money's not even fucking worth it anymore
1: they're just like rock robots now you know <laughs> that's all they know how to do <laughs> which
0: like it's just such a sad state of affairs because it's like metal is like The music of rebellion, the music of fucking, like, uh, emotion and anger and like, oh, we're robots doing this. Fight fire with fire.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole metal genre has definitely flown off into, like, a whole different world. So I feel like they wouldn't even, like, they don't even have a place in it anymore. It's just just so different.
0: Well, and as it should be, it should be constantly evolving. Like, we don't want every band to sound like Metallica did in the 80s. We want people to yeah. experiment and try new things. And metal is such a weird genre, like, because, like, if you're a metalhead, like, you're generally, like, we accepting of other fucking metalheads. But, like, if something is like, oh, that's not metal, fuck that, that's not metal. Just a weird dichotomy to me, like because mm-hmm. when I was younger like I'm a, I wouldn't listen to it if it wasn't metal I'd be like no I have no interest in that and I, like as an adult it's just like oh no like there's a lot of other genres of music and there's a lot of other things I should be listening to that have good influences and positives positives
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: I mean what all what all are you listening to? like obviously Nine Inch Nails but like are you mostly industrial like what all are you listening to
1: well, wow, I do, I have a really, really wild music, broad music taste. I love listening to like industrial music. That's like the the kind of music that I can like just zone out to. If like, I'm going to go to a club and like dance, that's what I want to hear. Um, but I like, I like indie music. I like um, a lot of like really vibey, like kind of smoke weed to music. Um, I've really been a huge fan of like everywhere all like the the hip-hop pop girl rapper all of that because I feel like to be like a a female hip-hop artist you kind of have to do it all you have to be a little poppy be a little hip-hoppy and and also like learn how to rap even but yeah so I've just been listening to like a ton of the the girl stuff which really has been like really vibing me up for work honestly it's like I know it's very cheesy but I love listening to like um dunya and like my favorite new artist is this girl ash who is like this little white girl with blue hair that like raps about fucking fucking girls and hentai and kawaii shit
0: that's awesome that's fucking awesome mm-hmm. like it's kind of cool that like that kind of shit is popular now because like i couldn't imagine 10 15 years ago like someone rapping about hentai and people being like that's cool People would just be like, what the fuck? You mentioned, like, tentacle porn or some of Doji shit, and they'd just be like, what? The fact that, like, nerd culture is okay now.
1: Yeah, it's cool. And I feel like that's, like, a really big part of hip-hop for, like, boys and girls. Like, I've seen a lot of dudes, like, rapping about video games and, like, anime and shit like that. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's cute. But I also feel like that's always been like really big in in the black culture is like black people love anime. It's great.
0: <laughs> Definitely. And the thing about it is it's just like I guess people like I don't know maybe people just didn't think about it as much but like that sort of shit has been part of hip hop for a long fucking time. I mean the Wu-Tang Clan rapped about fucking kung fu movies from the jump. Like that's their whole fucking thing. Right? But no one ever was just like, oh, that's weird. Why are they rapping about kung fu movies?
1: Yeah, they're just like, we love hearing what you love. Like, it's great. Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's like, you know, you have a uh, rest in peace MF Doom, you know? Dude, you know, was rapping in a Dr. Doom mask. Like, that is...
1: So nerdy.
0: So nerdy, <laughs> like, so much comic book references and yeah. all all of you, what he was doing. It's just like... But that shit like took time to be socially acceptable. Like, mm-hmm. even though fucking like metalheads have been playing Dungeons and Dragons forever, but don't want to fucking talk. Don't want to talk about it till now. Now it's cool to say like, oh yeah, I'm playing D and D. Definitely. You did, you ever that makes doing? Any... Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Go ahead. I was gonna say like, do you ever like do any like role playing game shit like that?
1: Yeah, I I used to play Pathfinder when I was in college because it was the time where like D&D had come out with fourth edition and nobody liked fourth edition. Um so we played Pathfinder instead, which is yeah, basically the same thing as Dungeons and Dragons for people who don't know. Um and I god, I played this like campaign with these these people that I went to college with. We played this one campaign for two years straight. It was, like, so much fun. Our characters were, like, so maxed out at the end. Um, And we would just, we would hang out every Sunday, and we would play, and then we would watch, like, Game of Thrones when we were done. And a couple of times, we would, like, dress up as our D&D characters and go to the Ren Fair that was, like, local to us, and we'd play D&D there at the the Ren Fair.
0: Hell yeah. That's awesome. And you're right. Fourth Ed sucked. Fourth Ed. Oh, God it was so dumb
1: yeah so like i think a couple of months ago i started playing again when the pandemic hit on via zoom with charlotte and her husband lance and some other people via zoom we were playing fifth edition um and then we kind of all just got busy and like we haven't played in like a month or two i don't think oh that's a bummer um, it was fun to make a new character so what were you playing Um, This time I was playing a druid because I was like, I want to work with the the animals, but I usually like being like a rogue and like having stabby weapons.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, uh, I'm currently playing in a 5e game with some, uh, with some sex workers too. And like, I'm the party's cleric. So it's nice. It makes me happy that, like, D&D has, like, made a comeback where it's, like, it's socially acceptable. I can talk about this on a yeah. podcast. I'm, like, you know, when I was playing <laughs> fucking 20 years ago, I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go be hanging out with some friends on Saturday. Um, yeah, like, I don't think I could admit to anyone I was having sex with at the time that, like, hey, I can't hang out with you tonight because I gotta go play D&D.
1: <laughs> now they'd be like, I want to watch.
0: Yeah, and then I'd feel like shit if like they weren't actually playing like the trope of the distracting significant other who's just hanging out at the table while everyone else plays is the fucking worst. The fucking, <laughs> like, yeah. Try try to get your significant other to play. Don't don't just let them hang. Don't, mm-hmm. Or have some boundaries and have some own t- your own time together away from each other. It's fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That's good. When you're like Fucking bringing your partner everywhere with you. You're like, I get it. You're in love, and you just met.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I personally have never gotten that. Like, I'm just like, hey, um, just because you're in love with this person doesn't mean I fucking know them. And like, I would like to spend time with my friend, and like, you know, talk about stuff that I don't really want to talk about with the complete stranger you're having sex with.
1: Yeah. <laughs> i've definitely gotten that way with people before but i didn't like actually take them places with me i would just like there was a one point where i just like wouldn't go out i would just be like oh sorry i can't come hang out with you i'm just gonna like literally stay in bed and fuck my boyfriend all day
0: and that's well and good that's well and good like <laughs> no friends should be angry about you being like oh hey i'm trying to get some right now like i'm just i'm <laughs> here but like that's well and good and like i'm not saying you should ever like fully exclude your partner from your life i'm just saying like attached to the hip is a bad look people should be individuals
1: yeah it's fun to it's fun to have um a husband that's like super supportive of me but like also has like so much stuff going on for himself like i love that when we can come home at the end of the day and be like oh i did this really cool thing and he could be like oh i'm so proud of you and then he could be like oh i did this really cool thing and i'd be like oh my gosh i'm proud of you let's go fucking celebrate and get some korean barbecue
0: fuck yeah that is that's fucking awesome like the fact that like you're in a healthy relationship with a partner who is supportive of what you fucking do is so fucking important. And it's so fucking important for like people in sex work, like, cause it, it doesn't seem to happen for everybody. No,
1: I mean, I've been pretty lucky. The past couple of partners that I've had have been super supportive of what I've done, but I've, I've come across the problem where like they wouldn't be jealous of me having sex with other people or my job or anything like that but they would kind of be jealous that like they are not doing it as well. You know, they're like, Oh, I wish I could just fuck for a living and like have attention and fans. Um, but they like, they just want the, like, they don't actually want to do that for a living, but they just want to feel that way. The the way that I feel sometimes.
0: They want the attention. They want the ad- admiration. Yeah. They want, like, I I get that. I get that. Mm-hmm. But like, go fucking do something then like if you you want the fans and attention, go fucking do something like, don't Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be hating on your partner because they're being successful, especially because I'm assuming in some of these situations, you were already in sex work and already successful before you met them.
1: Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Or they're like, Oh, I, you know, I have an only, like I have an Instagram and you'll tag me on your Instagram and I'll get attention and then it'll go away because, like, I just have a normal Instagram and I'm not a porn star and I don't post about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, fucking.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's a mind boggling mentality to me. Like, if you want these things, go fucking do something about it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you should never be hating on someone else's fucking success.
1: Yeah, one time I was I was in a relationship with this guy and he was on and off like should I make an OnlyFans? Should I like be like we would we would make content for my OnlyFans together, but it would just like, you know, he wouldn't show his face. It would just like be some quick little videos and stuff like that. Um, and he was like, well, what if I, you know, created like a fake name and like did the thing and showed my face and i and I was like, that would be so cool. I would have so much fun making content with you. We could like be this like power couple and like the eyes of everybody. I wouldn't have to like, you know, hide your identity from people. Um, but I was like, but of course, you know, everything that comes with that by being in a relationship with me for a year and how serious it is. And that like all of your family and friends and everybody are going to find out. And then he would be like, oh yeah, you're right. I don't actually want that.
0: (laughs) Uh, This has been a topic of conversation on the show a hundred times where it's just like all the dudes who are like, I want to be a porn star. Like you don't understand what comes with that.
1: Oh yeah. And how it's not fun. Like, especially when you're like on set shooting POV content and some guy is like standing literally over top of you with a camera in front of your face, like. And you you—you can't see anything that's going on. You probably can't feel anything, but you have to keep your dick hard.
0: Yeah. yeah. As I like to describe to people, imagine a dude who looks like me standing over you with a camera while you fuck someone yeah. that you may not be attracted to.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Can you do that job? And you
1: also have to do scenes with other guys. So, like, unless you're totally fine being around har- other guys with hard dicks, then, like, you shouldn't be doing it.
0: Right. And potentially sharing an orifice with them.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, you might be rubbing your dick against another guy's dick.
0: Right. I expect it to ejaculate. hmm <laughs> It's not just like, oh, yeah, you gotta keep it hard, and then you gotta finish, bro. Can you do it? <laughs> Probably not. The industry would love it if you weren't a creep and you could do it. The industry would love that. But it doesn't seem to happen that often. There's a reason for <laughs> it. It's a hard fucking job. I 100% like both male and female have Friends, civilian friends, over the years, who were like, "Oh yeah, I, I'm thinking about like, you know, getting to do porn." I'm like, yeah, you really, you really, 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 really got to think about this before you do it.
1: Yeah, and what happens a lot with me is I'll be, I'll, or I'll have a friend, and she'll have a partner, and she'll be in the industry, and he won't be in the industry, and they'll like make videos together for their OnlyFans, whatever, similar to my situation with my old partner. And they'll be like, why don't you come over and film with us? Like, we could make a threesome video. It would be great. My husband, partner, whatever, films with me all the time. He is great at it. And then you come over and you bring your camera and your lights. And it's a whole different situation. Like, the guy, he's perfectly fine staying hard for his girlfriend. But as soon as this other girl who he doesn't know is there with a camera and lights, he can't stay hard anymore. Yeah.
0: Because it's... You're not his partner, so it's not your responsibility to keep him hard either. It's just like, hey, I'm here to work. Are you ready to go yet, bro? Yeah. (laughs) Daylight's wasted. And it's even worse when you're on a real set where you have a whole crew who wants nothing to do but go home.
1: Every, oh, yeah. every that's, porn that's, crew just wants to leave. At the end of the day, he's the last one to come, and you're just waiting there and he's been jerking off for like 15 minutes already, and you're just waiting to, for him to come so you can all go home.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. 100% every porn crew wants to leave as fast as they can. No. <laughs> yes. No one is like, oh hey, we're just going to get more pickups, unless they have to. Nobody is
1: i think like my worst experience was i like i really like getting facials and i get why people like them they look really cool um it looks great on camera but to be honest if i have come on my face for more than like five minutes i get a pimple i get multiple pimples it just gives me fucking pimples every single time so i will agree to do the facials for porno's but like immediately after I like want to wash my face as as fast as possible. So I'm doing this scene with like two guys and the first guy does his thing. He comes on my face and the other girl's face and it's great. And and then the other guy, he takes a half an hour, a half an hour to come. And I'm sitting there with the other guys come on my face. Like I'm going to get so many (laughs) things. it was awful
0: i got a lot of pimples oh that's miserable it's like dude come on come on like
1: fucking pop just fucking pop. and i'm like i remember i looked at the director and i was like can we cut can i wipe this off and can you put fake cum on my face and he was like no you just gotta wait
0: oh and then it's like oh cool now you're gonna negatively affect my ability for a future shoot because i'm gonna be covered in pimples for a little while great Great."
1: exactly yeah the makeup artist the next day is gonna have a fun time
0: (laughs) Exactly. Look, like, it's not a job for everybody. There's a reason this is my audience is groaning right now, but I say this all the time. I'm like, there's a reason I've never wanted that job. Never wanted it. Like
1: Yeah. I feel I feel bad for the like, camera people too. Like I feel like they just see like so many genitals like up close and in their face all the time that like how are you ever gonna like look at porn and find it attractive again?
0: Uh, I mean bl- European performers I've never met in real life.
1: <laughs> that's true. You're like, okay, well, I've never seen like their asshole like directly in my face, so maybe I can be fine with that.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean that—that's my overall rule of thumb of like content I'm watching for titillation is like people I don't know <laughs> in real life and people I'm probably not going to meet with the caveat of unless I've had sex with them in real life, then it's okay. That That's my weird rule. Mm-hmm.
1: Then it's fair game, because they're, like, been there, like, I already know that you're fine with me looking at this, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it's just, like, at that point, I'm like, I'm kind of reliving a memory here. I'm kind of, like... Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that, that's someone else's dick, that's fine, but, like, I, I know what my dick felt like there. how mm-hmm. oh, I justify you're it. You're like,
1: it's almost as if you recorded it when it was happening. You can just forever
0: have right, it right i just got to find someone with like the same dick tone as me that, <laughs> that throws it off like oh hey that that definitely doesn't look like my penis like in any way or yeah. form. like nope nope not doing it for me <laughs> what sort of stuff are you watching in, in your real you know, personal life
1: um i watch a lot of of porn for research purposes i would say um i've been watching a lot of the stuff that's coming out from Gamma Films that um, Casey Calvert has been um, directing and, and producing because she's kind of like um, a role model for me, if you will. Um, and I love like the gay stuff that she's putting out with the storylines and all of that stuff. Um, I appreciate it. I think it's hot. I would jerk off to it. But I think like the real like stuff that I just like need a quick fap to. I, I'm still watching and reading hentai for the most part.
0: <laughs> nice. Nice. What, uh, what originally brought you to hentai versus like watching more traditional porn?
1: Um, I always thought that like, I think when I first started watching porn, I was watching lesbian porn. I always thought that was really hot. I always felt like, I remember watching like regular boy, girl porn and, Just being like, this is kind of too cheesy for me and unrealistic. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, I would watch the BDSM porn from, like, Kink and Insects, which I was really getting off on for a long time um, after I evolved from lesbian porn. I think that's what I went into next. And then once I kind of got tired of seeing that and or ended up knowing most of the people who were in those videos... I transferred into like hentai and um, mostly reading hentai because you can only find very few hentais to watch that aren't just really also cheesy and horrible. <laughs> um, but you can find a lot of good reading material. So, and uh, honestly, I like really, really weird stuff that's like not even humanly possible, like the tentacles and stuff like that. So,
0: nice. So, mm-hmm. you're like actually like flipping through manga while you're doing yes. it. Mm-hmm. That's awesome.
1: Mostly on my phone, but yeah.
0: Digital comics are the best. They're, they're absolutely the best. <clears throat> I, mean, I, I bought an iPad just for digital comics. I totally, I'm right there with you. I, like, I, I totally thought that, like, oh, no, I'm never going to want to have a digital comic. Like, I, I'm always going to want to flip pages, and now it's just like, mm-hmm. oh, no, there's panel views. This is superior in every fucking way. Yeah.
1: It's nice. I love reading manga on like, my, my iPad or my phone or whatever. And I do have, like, quite, like, a large comic book collection downstairs, I would say, for for me. Um, but it's mostly, like, erotic comics where I like to have it physically because they, like, do such an amazing job with the art and stuff that I just, like, like to have a physical copy of it.
0: Hell yeah, hell yeah. What, uh, what stuff are you reading? Like, what do you got down in the collection?
1: Um, I love Sex Criminals. I've got, like, a really cool, um version of sex terminals where they have the, the erotic cover art um what's the other one called that i really like it's like really indie oh i can't remember the name it's like this hot girl that's like tattooed and she has like a boyfriend and a girlfriend and it's super hot oh, i think it's called faith hmm. or faithless um and then there's this other one that i really love that's like kind of more furry and like kinky and it's called unnatural and it's about like this whole world where people are like anamorphic animals and you're not allowed to have like interspecies relationships and this like piggy girl falls in love with this wolf and yeah i just love piggy stuff
0: (laughs) (laughs) nice no that's awesome like I, I think animation is like one of the best fucking mediums and people should be exploring it more because it's just like, there are just things you can do with animation that you cannot do with, you know, real people. You just can't. Mm-hmm. Or Definitely. It, even with as good as CGI is getting, like you'd need a massive production budget to make anything look remotely good. Oh yeah. Or like,
1: it would be really interesting to see a porno that has, like, a really big CGI budget. Like, like that would be pretty wild to see what you could do with that.
0: Do you ever see Pirates um, back in the day?
1: I don't think so.
0: Yeah, Wicked put out Pirates. Oh, it's got... Jesus, it's got to be, like, 12, 13 years old at this point. But, like, it' pretty heavy CGI, but it's also 12, 13-year-old CGI. Well, yeah. but, <laughs> but, like, massive fucking budget on that movie. Like, I actually want to kind of Google right now, like, what uh
1: how much they spent
0: yeah like That's if i can cool. find what their budget was because it was just absolutely because like
1: the thing that makes me think of like that kind of stuff is like i do double anal and i've done triple anal and people want me to do quadruple anal anal but it's like literally not possible unless you get a fuck machine in for the fourth deck. dick and, like, that just doesn't sound as fun to me. Like, I don't want to do it unless, like, it's going to be all people. But it's just not possible. So I would want to, like, somehow CGI that shit.
0: Yeah, like, no, no. You've got to have the real thing. Like, you can't have. Mm-hmm.
1: Just a machine. Like, a fuck machine, a dildo in there would just mess up my whole vibe.
0: So Pirates had a $1 million budget.
1: that's amazing oh my god that's hilarious i was just i was just talking to my husband this morning i was like i was like what if like you know one day we just got super rich and like i came to you and i was like i want sixty thousand dollars to make this mad max porno and he when we were just like talking about how ridiculous and fun it would be but like oh my god things i could do with a million dollars for a porno holy shit
0: Right. Like people don't understand. Like, yeah, you say a million dollar budget compared to like mainstream filmmaking, like that's nothing. That's like, that's like a small indie, like porn, porn, like full features are shot on maybe five figure budgets. Well, like, yeah, yeah, like mid five figure budgets, like on the high end. like 1 million. And I was scrolling down this list. Apparently pirates two had an $8 million budget. 8 million.
1: Wow. Wow! What a time to be alive. What a time. Yeah, like... 8 million. That's amazing. I'm gonna... That's my feature movie for tonight.
0: Pirates 2. Stagnosis. I'm gonna help them make some
1: of that money back. I'll purchase it. It's fine. Yeah,
0: like... (laughs) I, I had no clue. Like, I knew part, the original had a huge budget, but $8 yeah. million?
1: How did they make that money back? How? I don't know.
0: I mean... And, like,
1: who <laughs> funded it? Who's Dick
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I gonna that? Well, yeah, mean, uh, that's that was made in, like, old-school Wicked, so that's, like, before... You know, back when there was huge money and DVD sales were, like, Because I have a feeling that was Mm -hmm. probably like a hundred dollar D V D. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but back in the day we're like, oh hey, reliable internet porn is just not a thing. True. They're
1: like, this is your only option.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. You gotta go into some weird truck stop or you know, an adult D V D store and be like, Oh hey, I want a you know, video version like an actual physical media version of some porn. Like your average vivid release was $50, $60 $50, $60 for one movie.
1: Wow. What? People paying that much for porn? Wow.
0: But yeah, this is how we're, you know, you had Vivid Contract Girls back in the day making huge fucking money.
1: Oh, yeah, I bet.
0: Because Vivid was making money hand over fist. from like, oh, hey, they're still moving. When we
1: still had, like, fluffers on set that were paid to, to do those things.
0: Wow. Uh, I still don't think there were fluffers at that point, but...
1: There should be. There still
0: should be today, honestly. Like, um... hey, as long as they don't start making PAs do it. Because, you know, I do some PA work and the last thing I want to do is be like, yo, Matt, uh, go get the baby wipes and put this dude's dick in your mouth till he gets hard. Like, nah, I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Like, It's it's not worth the couple hundred bucks I'm making for being on set today. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to put a strange vagina in my mouth either. Like, get her wet, Matt. Like, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll go get lube. Tell me what kind of lube you want, but no, 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 <laughs> Hyperallergenic, water-based, what
1: what do we want? What yeah, do you want
0: silicone-based, what do you, what do you want here? <laughs> so one of my great joys is, like, to roll out, like, the various lubes, like, I'm, you know, a sommelier oh, yeah. of lubes. Like, so what would the madam care for today? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, please. Do
0: you have a CBD one? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We have CBD, we have we have coconut oil, if you want, or... You want to kick it old school? Whatever you you want. But yeah, uh, we're never going to get back to like the huge budget days, which is a goddamn shame because porn could be actual fucking art where like it's a movie that just happens to have real sex instead of like some pretense to have sex. And they still exist, but it's fewer and farther in between because there's just no money in it, especially when... yeah. So much fucking porn is just consumed by the scene.
1: Always, like, constantly impressed by some of these, like, smaller companies. The, like, um, Four Chambers, that company from England, Um, this girl, Vex, owns it. And she, like, does everything herself. And, like, everything she makes is so artistic. Like, it's just, I don't know how she shoots it, but it's, like, she must have, like, she should just own an art school about art porn. And teach people how to do that. Because it's truly really amazing.
0: Oh, I, I'll, I'm not familiar with it. I will definitely have to check it out. Like, what's it? Tell me about it.
1: Um, yeah, it's called Four Chambers. And she gets a lot of, um, like, really beautiful, like, artsy stills. Like, Like, you would just imagine, like, it's a beautiful photograph come to life. And, like, moving slowly. And, like, people are just, like, making out. And it's very sensual. It's not gonzo whatsoever. But it's just so hot and steamy and like the lighting and um the like angles and she plays a lot with like mirror images and stuff like that as well
0: it's really cool nice nice i will definitely have to peruse Mm -hmm. that give it a look and we need more people that want to do stuff like that that instead of just like cookie cutter like oh this is my sister scene this is my step step sorry have to Mm -hmm. specify step this is my step sibling Oh, this is so wrong. Uh,
1: Yeah, it definitely gets tiresome. Like, I know it sells. Like, it's great. But, like, you can be creative about it in some way. 100%.
0: 100%. I'm And also curious of, like, does it sell because it is step-sibling and taboo? Or does it sell because these are two hot performers and someone is just coming across the scene with these two hot performers and doesn't actually give a fuck about the dialogue. And
1: sometimes I think it's more of a milf thing than a step brother, stepsister thing. Like they're always like, Oh, the step, the incest stuff sells so well, but it's always like some big milf performer who's doing it and they're always super hot and amazing at what they do, and I think that that's why those scenes sell is because of the hot older lady, not because of the like step incest stuff.
0: Well, and the milf definition is still wild to me after all these years. It's like, oh, you're 26 and have had some work done, you're a milf. Like, yeah,
1: like you have big old titties and you're you don't you don't look like you're 18 anymore. You're a milf.
0: <laughs> yeah, and like I know some performers who are all natural, like in their 30s, still doing teen rolls. it's like can we just have some shit in between
1: now if you're a milf um it's totally fine if you have tattoos as long as you have big old titties and you're a milf tattoos are 100 okay
0: <laughs> it's true it's it's absolutely true and like i've watched that change from my time in the industry just where you know when i first got in like if you had a couple like taste quote unquote tasteful tattoos like You know, maybe something on your shoulder blade, something on your shoulder. You know, the classic tramp stamp is a okay. But like people with If you had anything
1: on your legs, like near your vagina or like on the back of your thighs or on your chest, that was like, no, definitely not.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anything near the chest was like, no go. It was just like, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I knew performers who would like, you know, just text under, you know, under a breast. And we're like having problems getting booked from like, like a line of text, like right here, like Mm -hmm. nothing. It's not huge, but thankfully, you know, I I think Bonnie Rotten opened a lot of doors on a lot of this shit. I think so too. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, oh, it's been better. And like it, people are consuming it. People are obviously into it.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I get it. Like, some people have really shitty tattoos. And if you have really shitty tattoos, then you're not going to look good. Because, like, why put horrible art on your body? But, like, you can always get a cover up. So, there you go.
0: <laughs> I totally get, like, oh, hey, you were 18 once and decided to get a shitty tattoo. It yes. happens.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: But hopefully, now that you're shooting regularly... If you make
1: money off of your body, then you gotta know, I gotta make this not look shitty anymore, you know?
0: (laughs) Exactly, like... Lasers or cover-up, either one. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, this is what you're marketing.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And people love the tattoos, and i like... I get people saying all the time, oh, the older generation, they don't love the tattoos. And I'm like, no, the older generation are the people who are paying me hundreds of dollars for me to just give a, a, a video tattoo tour of all of my tattoos. They love the tattoos. Uh. These old guys that were like in the military and they love it. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I, I totally get it. Especially like back in for older dudes, like tattoos were taboo. And now it's like, Oh, Hey, mm-hmm. you got this young, you know, hot woman who's covered. Oh, yeah. let's check it out. Like, mm-hmm. And it's just part of society being more socially acceptable about tattoos in general. Cause Definitely. when I first started getting tattoos, like I never intended to get anything that you couldn't cover with a, you know, a short sleeve shirt. Cause mm-hmm. it was just like the wisdom at the time. I was like, you may have problems getting jobs if you have yeah. visible tattoos.
1: It was like just three or four years ago. Yeah. You would, you wouldn't get a, you would not get a job if you had a, a tattoo that was visible without long sleeves on yeah for sure it's crazy how much it's changed in just the past couple years
0: yeah now now i i mean it's been a while since i've applied for like a real job i mean you know like a a, same but
1: i feel like most companies like don't care like unless you're getting hired by like a small family you know owned business then maybe the family's prejudiced against that thing but i feel like most big companies don't really give a shit anymore
0: yeah it's just like They're not going to have a workforce if they have a problem with it. Yeah, it it's wild to me. Like as a, yeah, I mean I'm 40 now, so I'm I'm not like Mm -hmm. old, but I'm an older dude. It's wild to me. Like because when I first started getting tattoos, you you know, if you got a sleeve, it was piecemeal. It was just like you know, you just slowly add to it. And like maybe 10, 15 years ago, you just started seeing dudes are like just full fucking sleeves, just out of nowhere. Yeah. And like I want to, it's like cool. This opens the door for me being able to, to have. More work done, but on the other hand, it's just like, you have a whole sleeve already? Like, you're like 12, dude. <laughs> what the fuck?
1: See, that's what happened with this one here, but it was because I have like this whole cohesive plan for the whole sleeve. So we just did the outline all in one day and then we came back into the shading. So,
0: no, that, that's fucking awesome. I, it was just mind boggling to me just how like it had changed. Just like
1: overnight, you're yeah. just like, no tattoos to full sleeve. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's but, like, this half sleep took over a decade to get done. It was, like, you just...
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Sorry to interrupt you. Got to go to the bathroom one
0: more time. No problem. And Lydia's back from yet yeah. another urination break.
1: I, yep. Yeah, I, I bought these new leggings, actually. They're, like, the... The TikTok leggings, if you will. I'm, I'm sure you don't know TikToks, but maybe
0: some I, I've, of your I've seen, fans... the me- I've seen the memes about the TikTok le- the leggings. The memes, like, yeah. Uh, I, I'm a red-blooded male. I mean, hot girls and leggings like <laughs> make their way to me. Like, I, I, I have to know about that.
1: <laughs> so I feel like, yeah, I put these on this morning, and I feel like now after like peeing three times, like they're they're loose. <laughs> 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 uh i tried to i tried to do the whole thing with my husband this morning with the tiktok leggings but he he has not seen the tiktok leggings so i'm like hey babe i got a present for you i put on the tiktok leggings and i show him my butt and he's like oh those are nice those are cool pockets
0: (laughs) a man who understands women's fashion is like it's got pockets babe those are amazing he's
1: like those are great pockets i'm like yeah you're cute.
0: You're cute. Love you. <laughs> we we have to educate you a little later, babe. Like, just be, we gotta put on video. We have just, it'll be education time. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. We'll get <laughs> it, it is honestly amazing just how fast TikTok is influence like influencing things. How fast like those little videos go fucking viral and everyone fucking sees them. Even people like me who's not on TikTok. Yeah,
1: it's, exactly. You're like I don't know, but I've definitely seen those girls on. Instagram with the leggings now.
0: Yeah, well, I also have a friend of mine who just, like, when he comes across something he considers gold from TikTok, just texts me TikTok links. Mm. So, like, mm-hmm. I'm not on TikTok, but real funny stuff makes it... washes up on my shore anyways. <laughs> yes.
1: The meme friends. The good meme friends we have.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, well, I, I have a whole Discord server that has a lot of shit posting in it, too, so... like. <laughs> part of part of my gaming twitch stuff we have a discord server and like we, we're we like no no please shit post here as much as you want we will never zuck you we will never <laughs> zuck you just post wild shit here i'm here for it
1: oh my gosh wild i love that It's, it's discord fun. is a whole new era as well
0: it is but unfortunately it's uh, much like a lot of other things like no fucking discoverability like literally it's like an old school tape trade like literally someone you know has to know somebody who knows somebody to fucking like oh hey I found the server
1: Mm -hmm. to like get in on the cool things I kind of feel like what was like could you do that with sm messenger like you could like have like little group chats with that like back in the day i think
0: you could but not to this not to this level yeah Mm -hmm. I and discord is a good and a bad thing because there are definitely like discord servers out there of dudes like fucking pirating people's content too
1: Mm. yeah i'm sure they've got like a targeted girls only fans discord server
0: unfortunately they exist like i had a friend of mine invite me to one i'm like what made you think that i would come on this server
1: to like red flag other people
0: god yeah like i i don't really want to i don't want to support the server and i'm really don't know if like if i come mm-hmm. on here and just start being like i'm the police fucking take this shit down discord's gonna do anything about it i don't know what discord's policies yeah. are mm-hmm. and since i'm someone who exists on the internet i really am not like trying to fuck with people that are more tech savvy than me too
1: that's a good call because if people live to ruin people's lives on the internet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. i like, this is where I make my income. I really don't want to be like, Hey, hornets nest of hackers that know much more than I do. Poke, 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 poke.
1: <laughs> yes. The dark web. Let me,
0: <laughs> let, let me fuck with your fun. I'm just not going to support it. I'm going to be like, yeah, this is not where I want to be. I cannot, will not support this but i'm not gonna fuck with my livelihood either over it
1: yeah that's good Uh, yeah i i like if it's just stolen content and stuff like that i don't think they would do anything if you reported it i think they only i don't even think because, like, I've, I've seen, like, Reddit threads of people, like, outing pers- performers' personal information and stuff like that, and they still won't take stuff like that down on Reddit either, so.
0: Well, and, yeah, doxing is so fucking gross. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where, like, I don't know... Most sites, like, you know, it, it should at least fall under fucking bullying. At very least, fall under bullying. Yeah. And I don't know why they wouldn't take it down. Like, it makes no sense. It should
1: just be harassment. Yeah. Like, simple as that.
0: Yeah, and it's... And that's the worst part is, like, because fucking weirdos will come out of the fucking woodwork. Like, any any sign of, like, being able to get close to someone that, you're, that they're obsessed with, they will just come out of the fucking woodwork, and it's fucking bad.
1: It's not even safe to block people, because if you block people... And they take offense of that. They'll just make another account and come back and and be twice as mean. Like your best bet if there's somebody being mean to you on the internet is don't even block them, just mute them.
0: Oh yeah, mute is the best function Twitter ever put in.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: because they have no clue. They have no clue that you're just yeah. don't see a word. You can't that they... see
1: anything. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but you no, know, they're
1: it... just shouting into the void.
0: <laughs> Why? Why is Lydia not paying attention to me? and you can always just
1: be like oh never saw it sorry
0: sorry Sorry. i'm blocking
1: you so you can't be mad at me
0: right there's (laughs) just so many more fucking there's just so many people i I just i just missed it i'm sorry man please buy my porn
1: (laughs) i'm here please buy my porn
0: (laughs) yeah but the internet is such a wild place like just and i i personally can't wrap my head around like the disconnect of people being obsessive to someone about someone they don't know to a point where like, you're going to harass someone in real life because you know, you found out some pertinent information about them because you masturbate to this person. Like what the fuck's wrong with you? we what are you hoping to accomplish here?
1: Yeah. Some people, yeah, lots of people live healthy lives on the internet where they have their own fantasies, but like they just live those fantasies in like video games or whatever. And then some people like, you know, try to bring it into real life that way. I'm like, yeah, just go sign up for a role-playing game, please.
0: Right. right. <laughs> so, go play D D. Ask the <laughs> ask the DM to name the bar wench, whatever woman you're fantasizing about. Real? Make your charisma roll and be like, yeah, I fucked her. <laughs>
1: Tell everybody that you played D D with, and then you've told all your friends. So you're good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I fucked the bar wench. Yeah. Like, it, it it's part of unfortunately what part of the internet is just people get disconnected that like, oh hey, they're actually interacting with real people on the other side of that keyboard. Other mm-hmm. real people that have, like have feelings have fucking shit going on with them. Learn not even though yeah. if your job is to entertain people, like you still have all the things going on in your life besides being on and entertaining people.
1: Yeah. Um, that's a, a lot of stuff that I get like, Oh, you are an adult entertainer and you have an internet account. So you're always there to provide me with the entertainment and the porn that I need, especially if I'm paying you. Like I've I'll, I'll often get like custom requests from people and then I'll be like, yeah, I'll do your custom for you. And then they'll be like, okay, I'll send you the money And then they're like, I want the custom tomorrow. And I'm like, I have a whole week full of activities that that were planned before you brought this custom up. So I have to do those first.
0: (laughs) Right. Like, how would you feel if you had paid for this custom and someone else came and paid for another custom? I let them jump the line in front of you. Like, yeah, Mm -hmm. you are not the only client here. They're, They're
1: like, yeah, but all you have to do is take your clothes off and do the thing. It's you. It's just you and a camera. You should be able to do it. Right.
0: Yeah. You don't have to sleep, eat, spend time with your partner, yeah. decompress, manage your social do media chores. accounts. Yeah. Do chores. Pee a lot. like yeah. yeah.
1: Pee a lot. But like sometimes they make it really easy when they want a video of me peeing.
0: Ah, <laughs> see, today could have been your day, right? guys. Today could have been your day. Mm -hmm.
1: Actually, I should just put a camera, like a GoPro, like in my toilet at all times.
0: (laughs) Just have a gallery of like, which, you know, which set would you like? We have.
1: Yeah. Which stream? (laughs) Uh (laughs) I could have a live stream.
0: Oh, my God, you totally could. That, that's fucking ridiculous. I, uh, the only shit part is, like, the GoPro batteries don't last all that long. So you just have to swap. Oh, yeah,
1: know. I'd have to, like, have it, like, plugged in, like, as well. And, like, yeah, but the water- one... Toilet-
0: I don't... Can you... Can't plug them in with the waterproof cases on, them. Oh.
1: Yeah, you're right. You have to... Mm-hmm.
0: Fuck. <laughs> Oh, is that a brilliant idea? Well, I mean if you were successful. Well you know what?
1: I have a GoPro that like it, it like it turns when you press the button on top, it turns on and records all at the same time. So like I could just like hook like I could just do that when I sit down on the toilet and then do the thing and then turn it off and then just try to remember to do that every time and it would it wouldn't cause too much battery.
0: I mean, you should be able to like get a couple hours out of that. Yeah, probably, you know, a couple minutes at a time.
1: Yeah, and that way we only get the pee content as well. It's not on all the time,
0: right? <laughs> like, oh, here's the sounds of Lydia brushing her teeth from inside the toilet. Yes. Though <laughs> no, someone would probably and pay for the, that, or
1: like the, or like, oh, today my husband. It's my husband, not me. <laughs> Whoops, sorry. <laughs>
0: though someone may pay for that too like oh hey that, that that's the penis that's mm-hmm. wriggling inside lydia Let, let's see that pee. <laughs> the, the the opportunities are endless endless mm-hmm. opportunity yeah i really think you should mount a gopro inside your toilet well ooh, but how are you going to mount it for like when number two has to happen
1: well i could put it like in the in the front part of the toilet and then it would just get pee, and I would just turn it off, make sure there doesn't record any of the other stuff.
0: Well, no, I, I was more concerned about splash and like, oh, okay, yeah. okay, so you, know, you have someone that isn't like you know a violent one per se, <laughs> like you going to have to take a like a bottle of water and like hose down the GoPro before you go pee, so you can Rinse press it the off. Yeah.
1: I have, I have a um, a. The day that's just
0: like a little shower nozzle, so I could just shower it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: Mr. GoPro. Yeah. That didn't sit right
0: <laughs> last night.
1: <laughs> Baby wipe it.
0: Yeah, but sanitize it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think you're you can be honest on I me mean, if you mount it correctly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: The Lydia Black stream <laughs> Like now who hosts that? Who who will let you get away with hosting that?
1: Um, actually, uh, Pornhub is the only site that lets you. Well, actually, no, you can pee on many vids, you just can't pee on somebody on many vids. Pornhub is the only site that lets you do water sports where it involves like another person,
0: which is also, once again, wild because like consenting adults,
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
0: it be one thing. Like, I think
1: it's payment processors that have been stopping people from allowing that content on um, adult sites.
0: No, and it, it makes perfect sense. I, but it also once again, if they're already in the you know, the payment process for adult entertainment business, yeah, come on, that that's I July, think there's only
1: like two options if you want to do payment processing for adult industry. I think that you're very limited.
0: You are. Right? You 100 percent are. But it's still like they're in. They're in the business. Like it. It. You're in it. water sports. Ain't being charged with obs- obscenity anytime soon, or it's not going to count. So, yeah. like, what are you worried about?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Just fucking do it. Just fucking let oh,
1: yeah. people do it. I mean, there was that whole craziness with like Visa, Mastercard pulling from Pornhub. Because of that fucking crazy religious group. So.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that sucks for a lot of people doing the right thing. Yeah. But it also forced the hub to actually like clean up their fucking act about like shit that shouldn't be on there.
1: Yeah. It's really good that they did the model verification thing that we've been asking for for a really long time. But it really does suck that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, like it literally took some crazy religious group to make it happen in a roundabout way.
0: Unfortunately, like if you're running a successful business, people don't fucking change unless they have to. And unfortunately they felt that, yeah. Oh, now we actually have to, because it's going to hurt the bottom line. Not that all our fucking they, user base. we forced to, for
1: to take responsibility. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like what? We as humans are just real bad with foresight. We're just, we're bad at it. Especially especially if something's working, it's just like, no, no, it's fine. It'll always be fine. No, no need to fix it. It's good.
1: You're like, I'm just going to cross my fingers and hope it keeps on working.
0: (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. It's good. It's good. No, no, no. But, and verified models is what it should have been the whole fucking time.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's, Um, insane the amount
0: of stolen porn that was on that fucking site, yeah, and potentially like stuff that had no 2257 paperwork. Who knows what sort of criminal shit was they were just putting out there, Mm -hmm. and that you know gives fucking merit to some of the fucking bills that like the house has had put on the floor in recent memory. Uh, do you hear about the one where like with the no take with the takedowns and all that shit about, you know, technically the protect against revenge porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, <sighs> why? Why, like, why are laws being written that aren't needed and being written by people who have no gauge of what the fuck they're doing?
1: Yeah. It's, Crazy the the whole Fausta Cesta thing has been just you know terrible so terrible and like literally destroying people's lives and killing people and <laughs> pushing people onto the streets um, and now they're they're at it with the Earn It Act and I'm so glad that we don't have Trump as president anymore but uh, Kamala Harris wants to um, legalize prostitution but because she wants to control it um, and the only thing that would you know be safe for sex workers is if we could decriminalize it and just leave it at that yeah
0: mm-hmm. I I haven't heard of her plans for wanting to control it can you tell the audience about it like I haven't heard anything about it yet
1: she she's just been talking about legalizing sex work and and prostitution and it you know it's a really good it's it sounds really good and it and for people who don't understand exactly what that would mean for the the community it's like oh she wants to protect sex workers but if you look back at what she's done in the past she does not care about sex workers and she does not care specifically about trans people she's put trans people in a lot of danger and sent trans women to to male prisons to have them all be killed And, um, she wants to legalize sex work so that she can make money off of it and that we can be taxed and that, um, we can all have our names on a database and all be, you know, like on a list.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's no good. And if it ends up going anything like Nevada's brothels, like I know plenty of people that make money there, but like, those are some weird draconian laws. Mm Mm-hmm like oh i've
1: been i've been out to the brothels before and it's it's quite ridiculous like you can't advertise um anywhere for yourself that you're out there so you kind of just have to like hope that people show up and you give them you know and from anywhere to 30 to 50 percent of what you make and along with like you're paying to be there to stay in their facility um and to eat the food that they provide for you because they're literally all in the middle of nowhere and you can't leave once you're there so you can't go get food for yourself either or anything like that um and all of the laws that are around it are really only to protect the people who come and see the clients not to protect the girls at all um we you have to get tested by the state which is really difficult and you have to like, I've literally waited five hours before to get tested by the state to be able to go out to the brothels before. Um, And I've been judged heavily by the people who like work at that facility, which is ridiculous. Um, And yeah, it's just, it's so crazy that, that all of that's there. It's really, it's really just for the, the, the people who made the brothels, um, whatever his name was that died recently. Oh, that was in control. Yeah. He was so in control of like all of the legislation that was made for that, that it was all for him.
0: Yeah. A lot of it really was. I and mean, it's just the fact that like workers of the brothels can't leave for more than 24 hours without having to be retested. So mm-hmm. no brothels going to let you leave for more than 24 hours. Like, yeah what they generally require one to two weeks stints
1: yes i was really lucky when i was there they since i was like a porn star they let me make appointments and come on appointment basis but if you don't have like a following and you're not a porn star you you have to agree to stay there for two weeks at least
0: yeah it's it's wild i mean i understand wanting to protect the public health but there's got to be a better way like there there has to be a compromise between what protects the public, but you have to also like have the sex workers in mind too,
1: yeah, it's it's really crazy that the the whole testing thing is like so in the middle ages when they they're aware that there's an adult industry and that we have a standard for testing and that we could just go get talent tested. And that could be perfectly acceptable for these brothels, but they have to do state. They want to do it all by the state, you know. So,
0: so with the the state inspections, do they like physically inspect your genitals, or is it just?
1: Yeah, you. They do. Um, a, they do a blood test, a urine test, and they do uh, swabs of your your butt and your mouth.
0: Hopefully, not with the same swab. Sorry. No. <laughs> Good resist, good resistor.
1: And then of course when your client shows up, he has to wear a condom, but you also it's your own job to inspect their genitals and see whether or not you deem them safe. (laughs) Which like if you're fucking in a dark ass room, you know, like it's hard and it's also awkward for both of you.
0: Like, hey, man, let me see your dick. Uh, nah, yeah. no, d- no deal.
1: I can e- I can easily like envision a circumstances where some girl like sees something that she's uncomfortable with, but has no idea how to communicate that, and also has no position in turning down the money, and is just unfortunate to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's not like, oh, hey, the brothel's is going to take care of me on. This guy's got a losing dick.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, no, you're going to have to, you know, do your own health care and go to, your, go see your own doctor if anything happens, you know?
0: Well, even that, like, uh, the housing for the day, you don't get free housing on most of them unless you earn so much. And now oh, you're, yeah. Yeah. you're tied up with this client who you're going to make no money on for an hour plus probably before you can get down mm-hmm. to business. And now like you may because this guy walked in here with an oozing dick gonna end up costing you money for the day and you could have had a safe client in the meantime
1: yeah exactly
0: there's definitely gotta be changes and if like the states were to reform there has to be some real consideration into it
1: yeah it's it's I think the like hardest part of it all is that the FOSTA-SESTA has like stopped all advertisement from being possible. Like you can you can post on your Twitter, you can post on your Instagram that you're going to be out at the brothel or whatever, but then that's only you only get as far as your followers reach you. Like it's literally impossible to purchase advertisement anywhere for any type of adult work.
0: Yeah, and it's like, how is this protecting people?
1: Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard. It's like, you know, there's fucking, every time you go online somewhere, there's like a little advertisement in the corner for like some porn site or a sexy game. And it's just like, mostly like a scam whenever you click on it, but you see that everywhere. Why am I not able to purchase some fucking advertisement?
0: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. 100%. Or some like fake dating site. Speaking of which, I literally saw this on YouTube. A week ago, uh, some dating site I'd never heard of, and Angela Fucking White was like the video clip they were showing to advertise it. What? Yeah, I'm like, how? how? i was so like, what? What? I'm like, I, I screen like they
1: took like a clip of her, or, like she was paid to do that.
0: I don't know. I mean, it, there was nothing that says like, "Hi, I'm Angela White." It was just like a yeah. clip of her interacting. Like, I screen capped it. Um, I know Angela, but I'm not like friends friends with her. My roommate is, yeah. so I screamed to am like, uh, hey, check with Angela to see if she was compensated for this. Yeah. Like she's compensated <laughs> with it, cool. But yeah, it's a little jarring to see like, oh, someone who's huge in the industry on like some random advertisement for a site I've never fucking heard of.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Like scream sketchy.
1: Yep. It sounds like they just like gripped that and they used it. I feel like I've seen that before. I feel like I've seen my friends like in, like in the corner, you know, on those advertisements and they're like for some site that's like, you're just going to get like a virus. If you go to that site, it's not even a real site.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, Hey, welcome to the fishing site. Like, and yeah. that's something that like they said should be fucking held accountable on. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I may be on a legitimate site, but like, your advertiser may not be
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like don't just blindly take these people's money there should be fucking trust here.
1: Mm-hmm. But, and like uh, approval, yes. like just approve something before it goes out.
0: <laughs> yeah. And like if, check up on it because just cause they put up a site like, in the first place, they're like, Oh, this is benign. It's fine. Have someone revisit it like down the road, be like, hey, is there malicious code here now after they finish the approval process? Mm-hmm. Cause that would, that would be the smart way to do it if you're gonna be malicious, is just like, oh yeah, it's cool, it's it's fine. Oh we're we're live. Just afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> weird, weird internet world. Like just, people just We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out eventually, and then something else new will happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, for fuck's sake, people distributed viruses for fuck, with fucking uh, Minecraft skins a while back. Like,
1: like <laughs> the fuck? Why?
0: I don't know. Probably some monetary gain out of it, or just for the lulls, who knows?
1: Pandemic boredness.
0: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> But Lydia, it has been a blast. I'm going to call last call on this motherfucker and get you out of here. I know. You probably need to pee again. <laughs> I, got, I just got to keep up you. Don't.
1: I do, though. You're not wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> where can. Oh, fuck. We didn't even get around to your Etsy store. Fuck. We got to have you back on. To <laughs> plug that. But plug the Etsy store where they can get all the stuff there, where they can find you on all the things, please.
1: Uh, you can find my Etsy store. It's um, Slutwitch BDSM Shop. So that's Etsy.com slash slut, slut BDSM shop. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Lydia Black XO. Um, and you can, Oh no, it's just Lydia Black XO. Sorry. I've had to change it so many times. <laughs> you can find my Instagram at official.lydiablackxo. Black XO, And then you can find me on OnlyFans. It's Lydia Black XO.
0: Hell yeah. Go mm-hmm. spend your money with Lydia. Like make it rain, make it rain.
1: I have a ton of new content coming out um, with Charlotte and some other um, fun anal babes. And I just lowered my price to $6 a month, and it's going to stay there forever. So get on there.
0: (laughs) Hell yeah. Get in while it's good. And as always. You can find me at Matt underscore Slayer on Twitter, Matt Slayer on Instagram, Matt F. And Slayer on Facebook, twitch.tv slash Matt F. And Slayer. You can find the podcast at and now we drink on Twitter, and now we drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, drink up, motherfuckers. <laughs>